0: Hi, welcome to the first Crowdfunder Stories podcast. Each month, we'll be talking to amazing individuals with fantastic stories, which we're really excited to share with you. We hope you enjoy it and keep listening.
1: We've been thinking about an issue that's in everyone's mind at the moment, and that's plastic. There are a steady stream of projects popping up on Crowdfunder, which are focused on environmental issues, mainly the global concern about single use plastic.
0: Even in our office, we're making a change. In my Christmas stocking, I had a bamboo toothbrush. And I've been buying my fruit and veg unwrapped but we know there's still more work to be done. We took a trip to the Greenway, who are the South West's first mobile zero waste shop. Try <laughs> saying that five times fast. <laughs> These four friends are mothers of six and making positive changes by encouraging people to shop plastic free, reduce their impact on the planet and connect with their
1: community. Last month we joined Moon Market Day and got to have a real nosy around their van, which is just brimming with local produce and waste free alternatives.
0: Having been a year since their crowdfunded launch, we were really excited to see how far they've come and it just so happened to be their busiest Friday today.
2: Hi, I'm Kate. Hello, I'm Libby. And I'm Alex. And uh, we are the Greenway Mobile Zero Waste Shop. And um, we set up our zero-waste shop to uh, supply around 200 plastic-free products to our community, um, travelling across about nine different locations in the area. It's really nice to meet you.
0: Um, can you tell us a bit about how Greenway started?
3: Yes. Uh, well, we we all knew each other as um, mums. We had small children. We met at group. T- groups that we uh, went to with our children and we saw the need for reducing plastic. Um, I actually went to visit Earth Food Love in Totnes which was the first zero waste shop. When you first
0: visited the shop what what was the appeal to you? What what did you find so amazing that you thought I want to
3: go back to Bridport and I want to start this with my friends? Um, I just thought it was really great that you could bring any container and fill it up and then you go home and you. That's all you've got home. You haven't got to put anything in the bin. And it just felt really satisfying to just be paying for exactly what you need and not um, causing any you know, uh, pollution to the planet with, uh, the plas- with plastic. And... And, and before Greenway started, um, did you find it difficult
0: to do that before anyway, to live plastic free? And...
1: Yes, definitely. It's really difficult to you go into any shop there's it's it's not available to not buy plastic free and that was one of the the main things that we wanted to bring to Bridport and surrounding areas that I know we can bring this and make it accessible and affordable and just target I know just bring it to the people bring it to everyone and yeah do what we've done (laughs) and how did this
0: start because you crowdfunded for Greenway Van
1: Yes, yes, we crowdfunded last May It yeah, wasn't it? May, exactly yeah. a year ago today, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's weird, Yeah, isn't that's it? cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah. And how, how did that process of crowdfunding start? Um, I knew about some friends who'd um, previously crowdfunded um, the Elephant Box, um, and they successfully crowdfunded, and I thought it would be um, a really great idea and way to start us off and it went on from there. We just had the initial idea that if we were going to set up this business, it would be great if we could crowdfund, because we were looking into different sources of how we'd fund the project. And we knew that it was also local as well, so we thought it would be a great idea to then to meet the guys and to, yeah, to do it. <laughs> was it an easy thing to do? Or? Um, it was very intense and... Um, you can never take your foot off the gas. Like it was real joint effort between us all. We really had to all um, pull together, and it was very intense. But all worked together, together really hard to
2: make it to to reach our target. I think I think we found that. it, it it's worth the effort that you have to put in for that short really intense period of time but you had to we, we really had to work together to make it interesting make it exciting we tried to think of a number of different events uh, we always tried to have something interesting to say to constantly engage our audiences um, we also found that it was really important to engage local businesses in our story to get them on board um, use their platforms as well um, and, and you had so, some really so brilliant rewards as well
0: for these businesses
2: that were supporting project what kind of rewards did you have um we sort of looked around and we took advice from other sort of projects that we would seen on the crowdfunder website
3: um we put our heads together and um we've got the logos on the back of our van which people pledged for um we've got how many did we have
1: eight we i think had. no but then as the project as the project went on we added them as well because mm. one of the meetings we had with the crowdfunder guys was that we discovered if nobody pledged on one we could alter it or change it or we could add more and we added one that was called ticket to ride which was a gig we got we did and it was to buy tickets to come and see the gig and we got these amazing bands from all over the place to come and play locally one for free one band from amsterdam which was, yeah, cool. Which was no really Apple. cool yeah they were they were great yeah.
2: people knew about them as well yeah and that was a really good so idea as high, a reward.
1: High kind of getting other people on board other businesses on board and branching out and
3: and the what it's you the Alex to plaques yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, so you might see inside. There's five shelf plaques from local businesses that um, I hand painted with their uh, writing and their, their num their phone number or website on there as well. And it says this shelf is crowdfunded by uh, Vaults Taxis, for example. I think that was
2: called pledge your name on a shelf, yeah. wasn't it? Yourself, yourself, on, yourself on a shelf. You pledge yourself, yourself yeah. on a shelf. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. that yeah. was really cool. So um, there's so
0: many levels to it because there's kind of obtaining that support from the community which it clearly looks like you have done which is fantastic and there's the the actual um work to make the project go live and i read on that you designed the logo and you made a film that was
1: yeah um it was the logo was a joint effort and alex kind of we were all kind of sketching but you you, yeah it was all yeah all kind of put ideas together and we made a little
3: I recorded a song as well. Yeah, I'll (laughs) (laughs) explain. Made a little
1: film for the crowdfunder. And yeah, the whole I know it was very dynamic and we were trying to bring in all of our different skills and trying to just bring so much together and like I said it was it was very, very intense and it was quite scary at times thinking because we did an all or nothing and it's like, if we don't reach this, what are we going to do? And we then, obviously, we surpassed it. And it was the, like the most amazing thing. It was really exciting.
0: And what was the, su- the support and the coaching from crowdfunding like? Did you receive any or did you receive lots?
2: Yeah. Um, every time we had a question, we were able to come to the crowdfunder team, and they were able to answer it for us and give us some advice. Um, we felt it was really useful as we approached what they call the trough of the campaign—that really dry bit in the middle where not much is happening—and you tend to get the willies up you because you think that it's <laughs> going to be a failure. And, <laughs> and they call you in, and then you're like, "Oh, thank goodness!" And they give you like some training and some 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 good sort of confidence boosting advice. And um, and we found that that was that was really helpful actually in a time of need Um, and it was then that they said you know bring some fresh rewards to the table and that's when Kate came up with the idea of the Ticket to Ride event which she's already mentioned Mm -hmm. Um, and we held this massive musical gig in the center of town and we invited all of our friends who are musicians and all these cool bands to come and um, and sold lots of tickets and had a really great night and that was kind of a nice almost like a finale um, to the end of the campaign which Mm -hmm. gave us that boost we needed to go Mm. on and that can often be the
0: like the best part is receiving that kind of the boost because it keeps you going as a project i
2: imagine oh definitely uh, uh, the intensity you can flag actually sort of halfway through the campaign because you've given so much to it already it's not easy you know people think in fact i think for me that was one of the worst parts of the campaign was some negative sort of feedback from some members of the public that think that crowdfunding is easy money and you're like no, set them <laughs> straight actually it's really yeah. hard work and you have to earn every single pledge that you get um so so if, so if you went back now and you were to do it again what would you do
3: differently than what you did the last time um i don't know that i mean it was successful so i don't know what we would do differently really um and i think when you set up something like that you you don't you plan you can plan and plan and plan but you don't really know what's going to happen and you just have to stay with it and be support, you know, if you're doing it in a team, you just have to keep supporting each other and be positive that it's going gonna, it's gonna to work, it's going to work and um, Libby's amazing on the social media, she's always like, boom, boom, boom like, so we were all over the internet
2: <laughs> and I think that really helped. In your face!
3: <laughs> and also I think being like, we all know a lot of people in the community so we had a lot of people behind us which really helped, people really wanted this for us and for, yeah, for the The town to have this shop. So, yeah, Kate and Alex know everyone in the court, I think,
2: so (laughs) (laughs) it's quite helpful.
0: (laughs) Uh, So, you've already given us some really useful top tips if we were to do our own crowdfunding project. Are there any other ones that you haven't mentioned that you really think people should know?
1: Sorry, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I was thinking I'm, I'm doing this order, so I'm like I was thinking, do we have gluten-free self-raising flour? Because <laughs>
3: um, you have some left. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> was Sorry um, what did you say? I was just
0: wondering what your top tips for people would be um, when it comes to crowdfunding.
1: This is not going to sound contradictory to what Alex just said, but I would say, like, pla- like we did plan, yeah, we loads. but yeah. I. It's. Oh God, I don't know. How, it's just, got to
2: keep it fun. Yeah. yeah, I think people yeah. have got to. People have got to be able to connect with you through your project, and actually feel that they are completely on board and being taken with you as you go on your journey. So, um, if you can engage them enough and and really connect with them on some sort of great level and make them feel personal and crowdfunder give you all these great tips to be able to do that you know they give you great tips on being able to connect with people because obviously that's such a big part of the project Mm. and if you make it fun and make them laugh sometimes and keep it upbeat it's quite easy Mm. to sort of feel oh man you know this is getting intense just just keep positive and people really relate to that positivity yeah
3: i would say definitely be flexible because otherwise you know if you keep this is what we this is what we decided we were going to do exactly like this we can't change it but if you get halfway through and you need to change something then then that can keep it alive and And uh, keep people interested
1: good about the page as well is that when you have when you've set up your what's it called your page profile (laughs) Profile. yeah Mm you can still edit things and I think that's really important mm-hmm. because you can you can add bits or you can tweak it or you can you know, think oh god we should have said this and we should be maybe trying to look at it at this an- from this angle and it's really good to be able to tweak and to adjust and add different things and also the, the bit where you add progress yourself and like the almost like the blog part where we added updates and that was really good as well and we saw people were seeing those and
2: yeah, yeah. Most will just keep it moving. Just keep it moving constantly. Keep it moving, and that's probably what takes it out of you a bit. But um, the support's all there to be able to do it. And um, as long as you keep it moving and keep it dynamic, and whatever your style is, then hopefully you'll be successful.
0: Um, you briefly mentioned earlier it's been a year since your doors have opened, and you've been helping um, people reduce their plastic consumption and um, just wondering what some of your highlights have been along the way and how has it changed your life this this business mm. you now run
2: I find Alex quite inspiring in terms of reducing plastics actually mm. she's always been just so determined on her plastic free path and, and I've taken tips from her and even down to making your own wraps you know tortilla wraps because they come in plastic packets so Alex has like made dough and stuff
3: and what tips have you got, Alex? Um, ma- yeah, making things is, but th- that's difficult because you don't have a, you find you don't have a lot of time. But there's... I think just use whatever skills you have and uh, mm. and share share ideas mm. with friends, and then you know some somebody might make you something. And... Um, never leave the house without a great big bag of bags and containers (laughs) yeah
2: and also writing like a plastic free audit so take some time just to sit down one evening and write out everything that you buy that's in plastic it will be horrifying um, and quite eye-opening but it often is the change that you need to see on paper to start to take a small step and then take a small step and buy a couple of the things, you know, that don't have plastic packaging and, and just to try and keep, you know, that, that intent in your mind. Um, so when you look at something, is it wrapped in plastic? Yes, it is. Is there an alternative um, or can I make it myself? Um, so, you know, uh, and, and just apply that, buy with purpose every day and you'll find that the more you become practiced at it day after day, your plastic free purchases will grow and grow and grow until all of a sudden you've managed to reduce waste by half in your household which is what I've done Um, and I've sort of reached a point now where I need to take that next step I need to write myself another plastic free audit I've probably got to about 50% plastic reduction in our house but the target is to be plastic free people think it's impossible it's not we know of a family in Dorchester called the Plastic Free Family and they're full of great tips. They've lived they're just celebrating one year plastic free of a family of six people. So it's really possible to do. And the resources like ours are now available for people who want to make that choice.
0: And and we recently read a post on Instagram that said um, since Blue Planet, which is narrated by David Attenborough, it's led to a 53% drop in single-use plastic in 12 months. Um, And we're seeing more in the news about these issues. And we have a steady stream of projects on Crowdfunder that are passionate about saving our planet from plastic consumption and, you know, changing um, behaviours to live plastic free. Mm. And we're curious to know, at the very beginning, um, before any of the Greenway started, Mm. how difficult did you find it to to swap to plastic free. It was
2: really really hard wasn't it Kate? Yeah. I mean that's kind of why you know the whole idea for the Greenway came about is because you know people were faced with this sort of you know well there wasn't a choice. You felt a bit helpless really a bit sort of daunted by it all. You look at everything that's wrapped in plastic and there was no other option. Um and so I mean actually 2018 was great because there were lots of zero waste shops popping up and now all of a sudden you have a choice but taking that first step's really hard when you don't have any facilities and and that's why we set up the greenway because we wanted to take that facility to people
0: and are you noticing uh, more recurring customers are you building up um, a customer base like Yeah definitely
1: it's, it's it's one of my favorite things actually we um, we have lots of we have uh, we have nine, ten different stops a week now, and it's it is one of my favourite things. Um, the same customers coming every week, loyal customers, and having catching up, and it's it's a really lovely experience. Shopping in our van, and lots of people have said that that it, you can slow down and stop and chat to each other and have nice conversations while kind of you know filling your bag of nuts and filling your containers, um, and yeah, it's really lovely atmosphere and lots of people have commented on how much they enjoy shopping in this different way and not the hustle and bustle of supermarkets and rushing around and and it's completely different and everyone slows down which I think we all need to do And as
0: soon as I stepped on the, the van, the, the first thing I thought of was old-fashioned way of shopping. Yeah. How you used to go to your yeah, shop and you used to ask for measurements. Yeah. Yeah. And and then really, back then, there was that sense of community and, and these kind of large superma- supermarket shops, you're not seeing that sense of community anymore. And I feel like your van has brought this back. Yeah,
2: exactly. And it,
0: it's really nice to see this conversation you have with people and with your customers yeah. as well. Yeah. So Greenway started with an idea um, and... For anyone out there who has a great idea and has been thinking about starting a project but hasn't made that first step yet, what advice would you give to them?
2: I think I think you do as much as you want to keep the project dynamic and change it a little bit along the way. You do really have to plan, and Crowdfunder obviously encourage you to do that in the way that they lay the project out in the beginning. Um, that is that is really important. But most of all, I mean, you, you've got to know you've got to know your audience. Um, we were really lucky because we launched the greenway in a town where you know two of my colleagues are very connected with the community and we also knew that there was a very um plastic free approach here um and so we were confident that we would have people that would come to buy products from us and i think you've got to know that um you know within your idea is it going to fit within the atmosphere that you want it to um and in that respect are you going to be able to promote it in that way Sounds amazing and
0: already I'm, i want to jump on and see how much stuff I can fit in my bag. <laughs> That's have my plan. Some containers, <laughs> no, well this is the thing. <laughs> I know the first thing I'm gonna do when I go home now is find out all my good
2: containers and you know bring those we along. Do
1: have some glass jars you're welcome to use and mm-hmm. some
2: paper bags? Yeah, exactly. It's about trying to support people in their purchases. So um, zero waste shopping doesn't need to be daunting. If you don't have your containers, the whole point is 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 learning as you go. So we supply brown paper bags. And repurposed glass jars. Um, it, it doesn't matter if you don't have everything with you. We're here to support you, and and together we're going to make the journey. And what's the future for Greenway? I think we'd like to probably expand, wouldn't we, Kate? Oh yes.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> we'd like a few vans dotted around. We investors. think a few. Of us. We think this is the future of shopping. Um, there's so much environmentally and socially beneficial from a project like this Um, in an isolated world having a community shop on the road which takes plastic free shopping to the people is extremely important um, strengthens community ties like Kate was saying we see lovely bonds between people as they shop together it takes more time so you connect and you catch up and at the same time you're reducing plastic pollution so um, there's there's great potential here for for growth and um, and we really hope Hope that that happens for us in the future
0: well congratulations on everything it's amazing to see the impact you're having on community and the wider environment and it's just really lovely to meet you and talk to you so thank you so much Aww. for giving your time hey, thanks
2: guys it's been yeah, a
0: pleasure <laughs> inspired confused need more if you have a great idea that you want to bring to life visit crowdfundercouk forward slash podcast to get started and find in-depth guides on how to crowdfund there, you'll also find links to projects of articles mentioned in today's episode. The Crowdfunder Stories podcast is produced and presented by crowdfunder.co.uk. Join us next time for more incredible stories and don't forget to subscribe, share and follow us.